Welcome, goddess, to episode 82 of In the Flow of Magic, the podcast for women who are surviving up to and past 45, women who have dealt with depression, anxiety, and yet are going for their dreams. Goddess, the world needs us now. Namaste and welcome. It's Viv here. I actually at this point like to tell you about my chakra course. Yay! I'm really excited about it. I am putting it out there. And so if you want to know more about healing, fear, guilt, shame, anger that is holding you back, then click the link below. It's called Chakras for challenging times and we will be working with emotional healing. It will be much more than I share on the channel and it won't uh, necessarily rehash what you'll read in a book of lists. We're really gonna do practical exercises to start the healing process with my guidance. It's gonna be live and so the registration is open and it's gonna close very soon, okay? This will be live with me and a group of women who are gonna be beta. The beta course is you're gonna get to give me feedback. You're going to get to help shape this course, okay? And also the price will never be lower. Okay, so I will never teach this chakra course live at a lower price than I'm offering it now. So if you wanna be in the beta group, the first group to take this course, then click the link below. We will be working with your healing. When there is an issue with the first chakra is the emotion of fear. Now that would make sense because the first chakra, as you know, has very much to do with our tribe, our survival, food, hunger, safety. So you can see right now in the world as I'm filming this, there's a lot of fear arising and it would make sense given outward conditions that we're all coping with wherever you're watching this in the world, right? Even if you are in a very safe place, beautiful home, there is still a lot of fear around you and that imbalances the first chakra. And of course, some of us have more fear because of, again, as I said, childhood earlier in life, and if you believe in past lives, it's traditionally said that there's also sort of karmic imprints in the chakras. It's basically as if, if you repeat a behavior over and over and over, it becomes sort of who you are, right? So it's like a fearful little kid and we grow up and the fear may still be there and then you're okay, but then something outside really triggers your fear. Let's go on to the second chakra. The second chakra, the emotion, is guilt. Now that one also makes so much sense when you learn that the second chakra, it, you know, it, it, for us women, it, it's where the uterus is, right? It's our reproductive sexuality, sensuality. So guilt in terms of what, you know, religious figures and specific religions or teachings may have taught us about our bodies and about sexuality. So guilt is the negative emotion associated. So if you're someone who, you know, you're ready to confess that you did it or you're ready to apologize because you just, you know, if you carry a sense of guilt that is associated with Swadhisthana. Now, Swadhisthana uh, means sweetness. And it's about, as I said, pleasure, right? So the sweetness of life is metaphorical. So guilt is, 
oh, I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I shouldn't really, even it can be food, even the food a lot has a lot to do with the third chakra, but it's about indulging in pleasure and, and happiness and joy. So if there's a sense of guilt and not wanting to sort of play and enjoy life's pleasures, there can be an issue with that second chakra. Now the third chakra I feel is super, super overlooked chakra, especially for women. The issue with the third chakra is anger. And I really wanna talk about this. I'm very excited about this because as you know, goddesses, anger in women is generally really frowned upon. You know, we expect men to get more angry and yes, they do have more testosterone and I do think there is a link with testosterone and, and sort of yeah, aggression. Uh, I think that's just, you know, and of course people can control that. It's not like all men are gonna be super aggressive, but, um, in women, aggression is definitely, definitely not considered a positive, right? What are the names that women are called if they're too aggressive? Okay, you can <laughs> think of some yourself, right? And so for a woman, say, there are, whether in men or women, there's usually a reason for, for anger and aggression, right? You know, maybe there was sexual abuse. Maybe there was abuse in a relationship. Uh, dominating parents. Some of you, maybe you're in a country where there's a super oppressive government or, or, you know, something like that. Anything where there's a lot of control, maybe you experience bullying. So there can be reasons, very valid reasons for feeling your anger. And I just want to honor that, uh, whether male or female, right? But especially in women who I'm speaking to here, it's something that we are taught to suppress. It is not good to express any anger and we don't have any safety valves, any outlets. So that is the third chakra. Now, interestingly, that chakra also governs drive and ambition and willpower. Again, not things that most people, especially going, you know, go back more than maybe 20 years, you know, Girls weren't, women were not taught to be ambitious. Their ambition was to be a mom. And, but that wasn't really about an ambition. It was sort of a channeling of ambition. So I'll give you a really quick example. If you were indeed a very ambitious woman, you know, growing up in the 70s or 80s or 90s or whatever, you would have had to suppress some of that ambition, very likely, many. Now, of course, there's some women who broke through and expressed their ambition, whether in politics, or in any business field, but you can look at many examples of where that was considered negative for women. And I'm not gonna name any names, but even to this day, there's like, you know, women are, like I said, are scorned or judged and, and basically like tongue lashed about being too ambitious, too aggressive, right? So, you know, where do we put that if you have that drive, that ambition? So that third chakra governs that and that anger can be as a result of that suppressed um, drive that you had to maybe be a concert pianist or to be a doctor. You know, even really quick, when I was growing up, my mom said to me, you know, we're from Jamaica, we immigrated here, right? We're from the islands. And, um, and so mom at one point is like, oh, you know, it'd be great if you could be a nurse. And I've shared that story. And I remember looking at her, I was a preteen, I think at that point, And I said to her, well, if I was gonna be a nurse, I may as well just go ahead and be a doctor. And she was literally stunned, okay? Stunned that I would think that I could be a doctor. 
it ju it like blew her mind. So share in the comments if you've had experiences like that. I'm so, not saying to express the anger, but there's no healthy ways to deal with it in our society. And that is again, where the chakras and energy healing come in. So I think that's a big one for women. And I want to mention another thing, goddess, that I think you'll find interesting. So the third chakra, right, around the, the navel above it is the heart chakra. So of course, if there's a lot of anger, it's hard to allow energy to flow into the heart, right? And to accept love. So you could see how the chakra, that energy can affect other areas. And in the same way, Swadhisthana below with sexuality, if there's a lot of anger stored up, it might create some reproductive issues, right? I believe now there are actual scientific studies that women who were raped or sexually assaulted have higher rates of repro some certain reproductive issues, okay? So do you see what I'm saying? Again, give me a thumbs up or give me a comment if you understand what I'm saying, that each chakra then has you know, an effect on what's above and what's below it. Third chakra, anger, or some people say shame also. It's definitely anger, but shame can be for the third chakra because shame has to do with not feeling good enough. Third chakra is about ego, as I said, ambition, drive, you know, you're feeling good about yourself. You could see that shame could also be sort of a shadow side of the third chakra. And the final major emotion, because again, it's in the lower chakras that these emotions are sort of stored, is the fourth chakra of the heart is grief, okay? So grief, grief in the heart, right? Grief about the loss of a parent, grief about the loss of a loved one, of a sister or a brother, right? So grief is related to the fourth chakra, to anahata, to the heart chakra. So again, we get into an imbalance when we get stuck in grief. So there are ways to work with these emotions. And I just want to say, I know a lot of you are watching the videos and you have everything memorized. You have the chart memorized and the colors and the crystals, but have you created change? Have you created healing? Information is not all that we need. If that were all we needed was just information, then we would all be you know, healed. We would all, there would be no need for teachers. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, do look in the show notes. Again, there actually is a webinar where I will be doing an intro to the course, and I strongly suggest you attend. If you sign up, you will be sent the replay. If you are listening to this much after October 21st, 2020, then just go directly to my website in the flow of magic and under services or shop the course will be listed that way namaste